is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of uh, WAP. Uh, with me, I have the second half of uh, China Doll's Unique World, uh, China Doll herself. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, thanks for coming on here. Uh, now, I was asking earlier, how would you describe your art? I think we said digital illustrations. Tell me a little bit about that. What, what, what do you got going on with this China Doll Unique World? Uh, oh. I went blind blank right now. Um, more of a digital artist uh, in the beginning, how I did things. It's kind of like a um, character drawing, I would think. Um, learning my way of um, using the tablet. I had first started with the laptop and the mouse and everything. Um, didn't really kind of wasn't mindset on that. I was really painting more. Um, growing up and doing um, acrylic paint, I messed with oil and charcoal and all that. And going to college to do it, I saw web designing, and it kind of directed me to the path of doing um, what I'm doing now. Um, looking at people drawing on a computer, and um, I kind of just picked up the mouse at that time to learn to draw characters and. Um, and now um, I kind of label myself a digital artist, digital painter. Um, just basically getting whatever you would want to get on a canvas onto the computer. Mm. So whether it be uh, like the Day of the Dead is kind of my into-go theme where I love to draw the sugar skulls and all that stuff. I, and I, um, I think the more... Um, um, Oh, my mind. <laughs> I think another shot. <laughs> um, just that, I mean, the I sketchbook has been really the opening door of it um, with the Samsung products, which I really love. Um, now I'm up to the Surface Pro. Um, it's just a big world when you're kind of putting yourself as a digital artist because it could expand from characters such as the... Animaniacs, which has been years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, Stranger Things have popped up. Um, any character from Thor, from the Games of Thrones, I mean, you can just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool on that part. Yeah. And so you said you use that sketchbook. Is that the, the, the software program you use for, for most of your drawings? Um, that was the only one that I've used since day one. So I've been using that program for about three, four years on that program. Um, so whatever, it's like a blank canvas. So whatever I draw, it's literally every stroke by stroke that I do. I mean, if you ever see one of my drawings, um, the hair, I mean, the hairs, each hair strand is, I have to pick what kind of color I'm going to do, whether it be a pink shade or it be a red, purples or whatever. I mean, you got to, because when you're out in the sun, you see a woman's hair. It's not just one solid black or a pink or a purple. It's like different shades of it. So you gotta kind of master the where the light's coming in from and then changing the purples to the dark purples, the light purples, even the whites because the, the, the sun can reflect more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Photoshop because it, you know, we see it online where Photoshop can just enhance the image. Um, I don't do that. I kind of were, I do it and I kind of zoom out and look at it. Um, I do like a a proof print to see if I need to change anything when it comes to the lighting. 
If I don't like it, if it's too dark, I go back and I mess around with it, pop it up more, and then print it out and say, you know what, I like the way it came out. So I, I stay away from Photoshop. So whatever I draw on there, that's what, I mean, every line is taken in. And I don't fill in, like you can get a bucket and just drop paint. I actually color the whole image. It's like a coloring book. Mm. It's like you draw it and then you color it in and you just use your shadings to pop out the whole image to make it look more like it's a real image mm. to that. So sketchbook has always been my go-to, period. I mm. never use any other one. And do you, do you know how long you've been drawing and what, what got you started in drawing and how you knew you wanted to do this, make a small business out of this? Um, my brother. Um, he was in middle school and he was drawing um, Street Fighter when we were in middle school. And he had drawn, um, I think it was Ryu or some kind of character on there. Mm-hmm. And he would say, I'm better than you. And I'm like, I didn't draw. I didn't know I was going to draw. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be better than you. So it was always a competition for about three years, him and I, yeah. who was wanting to do it better and better and better. And before I knew it, it was just something that I didn't know I had in me, um, just something that I learned along the way. But um, thinking back on time, my mother would doodle, which I didn't know. I'm very close to my mom. I know a lot of people know that. Um, so growing up, I would see her in her, her books that she had little doodles on the side of her page. So she drew the whole time, just didn't know that. And then within time, and then high school, I got into the art of uh, acrylic paint and oil paint and painting and drawing. And then they ask you, you know, when you're a senior, what do you want to do? And I'm like, oh, well, I want to be a web designer. So it's kind of totally different of what I planned on now. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I didn't have that, I guess, in mind, it kind of directed me to where I am now. So my brother, who was annoying, um, it, it, it really, he kind of opened that door where it's like, if he never did that, I don't think I would be here now talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> and the business, how, like what, what made you decide to make, make a business out of it? Well, business-wise, I didn't have it in mind to do anything. I think it kind of went with the flow of, of how me and Unique would do things. Um, if I... I kind of don't want to see it as a business because if I do, I feel like I have to do more work or I have to do this and I have to do that. Oh, okay. I kind of say, you know what, I'm, I'm having fun with it. Um, if people buy my work, great. If, you know, people see my work, I think just now, I think where we're at now, I love it. I didn't imagine him and I being here with the art doing this. Um, but if it turns into a business where it's like, you know what, it goes into higher, you know, I'm thankful for that. I mean, we all got to start somewhere, and I appreciate everybody who's been at our shows and supported us from day one um, that been there along the way, and they can see how from day one to now how we've changed a lot mm-hmm. on that part. And the characters that you use, we were talking about earlier, how they have a, a specific look to them. Like they're, what, how did I call it? Like they were like uh, kind of resembling like the Precious Moments characters and stuff. And you do that a lot with... you. you turn movie characters or TV characters and you turn them into a kind of cutie kind of character and stuff. Was that on purpose? Was that your plan? Like, did you always like making characters like that? I, 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 I've heard Precious Moments before and I kind of imagine, imagine if we did a Precious Moments with black eyes, it'd be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really, I, I think it just flowed in that way. Um, looking at the way 
characters I, I, I look online, I mean, I follow a lot of people and I see the way they do their work and I kind of wanted to stand out from other people. Um, when, when it, drawing to my character, just trying to figure out, like, because it, it, I think it kind of gets a lot of people's attention from the young people and to even to the older seniors that they look at it and they're like, it kind of gets their attention. I'm like, okay, they have something going on here. It doesn't turn away a group of, of people. It, um, I think the pureness of the character kind of draws in people um, when it comes to, like, drawing the characters and people are like, well, what kind of characters do you think of when you do it? And I'm like, I don't know um, when it came, to, I'm looking at that one right now, mm-hmm. when it comes to Stranger Things and, I, and I'm like, I was looking at the way people were doing them and I like, you know what, I what can I do to have my characters pop out mm-hmm. from the other people? And and I I think the pureness of each character that I do has <laughs> has a different I don't know, I can't I can't really describe that word I'm trying to think though. Mm. But it's just the pureness of the character that I have, but I think it's the vibrant colors that I use to make them pop out. Um, but like I was telling you earlier, um, the eyes that I have on my characters are black. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people think black and they think evil. Mm-hmm. I don't really see it as evil. I mean, anybody can be pure and then be evil. Mm-hmm. But um, when it came to that, uh, drawing their eyes black, um, I wanted to stand out from the other people where it's like, oh, I remember her because she has those eyes that are different from other people. Mm-hmm. People call it the button eyes. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I heard precious moments as well. Um, I'm just trying to stand out from the other artists that are here. I mean, I don't I haven't really, in San Antonio, I haven't really seen digital artist people mm-hmm. here in San Antonio. So it's like kind of opening a door for other people that want to want to try it out. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, you were saying that how you have over a hundred images, a hundred images, like a hundred prints. Um, a lot of your stuff are, you know, again, based off of movie characters or TV characters. But you do have this one original character, right? And I think I think you mentioned on Facebook how you... Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> how you just discovered... I mean, you've always used this character, but you just discovered... Or you gave her kind of like a backstory... You want to get into that? Or I know. Um, my um, a little girl. I mean, I've drawn her. I think when I started doing work, um, she just popped out of, of out of nowhere. Really, um, she was sitting on the ground, and I I drew that when I was going through my divorce. Um, she popped up, and then um, I was like, I like the way she looked. So just trying to get her in a different angle, um, and I didn't have a name for her in the beginning. Um, and then she came up with a little red jacket and an umbrella, more realistic. And I still didn't have a name for her. Um, so my last drawing that I did of her holding an umbrella with the stars around her, um, a lady had come up to me and said, you know, um, she goes, I bought it, but what is her name? And I, my mother's name's Carmen. Mm-hmm. Um so she would, my mother would tell me that when she was in trouble, her mother would call her Carmelita. Like, you know, you're basically, you're in trouble. And it just came out that way. That, and I think it kind of fit her. Mm. 
because the haircut that she had, I had in my whole life growing up, like that little short bangs and short hair all around, um, I kind of see this because my mother had always encouraged me to do things in life, whether she goes, whatever it is you got to do. She goes, it's, I have, I believe in you. I have faith in you. Um, so, so I thought of her and I go, cause this little girl was there when, when I was at my lowest point where I thought I was at my lowest point. I, that little girl was there. So it reminded me of my mom cause she was there since day one. It just didn't click in my head that mm. she's been there. Mm. So that name just went well with everything because that little girl's been there and my mother's been there since day one. Mm-hmm. And when I thought of it, it's like, oh my God, why didn't I think of it before? Why didn't I think of naming her that? Yeah. So now um, people are asking, are you going to draw her more? I am. Um, trying to, um, I'm going to keep her kind of the black and white kind of a thing, but to have that color yellow, because in the first drawing, I think one of the drawings she has, she has yellow rubber duckies on the bottom. Mm. So this was like a yellow star. So trying to keep in within that same thing or whatever. And I have ideas for her of kind of making a series of her. Mm. So we'll see how that goes with her. The year This year coming up, I'm going to focus more on getting maybe two or three more images of her popping up mm-hmm. the year coming up. That's so. cool. Uh, yeah, that's very interesting. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, we were also talking about, uh, you know, e- embarrassing moments. Cause y'all do a lot of shows, you know, y'all do a lot of shows and, and you're, 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 uh, you know, you have situations that come up and you were mentioning that you had an embarrassing story that happened oh, at, at the Comic-Con. Animal was, Comic-Con. Uh, yeah. You want to get into that? Not really, but I will. <laughs> um, well, my my other half, my better half, um, he's real good at setting up. And sometimes I get tunnel vision and I'm, I blank out and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And, you know, go help him out. And um, if it wasn't for him, I don't think my setup would be good. Um, so we were at Alamo Comic Con and he's, you know, bringing these big old grid walls inside and make he does his best to make them look good and all this. So I'm like, okay, you know, walking around it, whatever, and putting my prints up. And um, I would just, you know, in the zone or whatever. And then before I know it, I kicked one of the legs and knocked over the the whole grid wall. You're talking about six grid walls that are six foot high and knocking everything down. And I'm just standing there red in the face and everybody in the animal them just looking at you. And I'm like, fuck. And then he is... I just see him and he looked at me then he just kind of did that nod like oh god you know like what you know so you see everybody like a maybe about eight different people come running towards me to pick up my wall and I'm just standing there looking like I'm looking at him like I'm just like red like a cherry I'm like oh fuck and I mean we have other embarrassing moments but I think that was my main one and I'm hoping it doesn't happen again (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, when you started drawing, when you get in, when you try to get in the zone about things, like what uh, what inspires you? Like, is there like, well, obviously like TVs and movies, but do you like to listen to music or do you need quiet to draw? Like, how do you get into your 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 drawing zone? Uh, music, just like um, unique. I uh, my go to band has always been Linkin Park. Um, I've been a fan of them since way back then, the days and. Um, 
to I have my different types of music to depending on what I'm drawing. But Linkin Park's always been my go-to to no matter what I draw, whether it be my my little girl, whether it be a character or Day of the Dead. And I think once I get into the drawing mood, my music kind of changes a little bit. I mean, I can go to Little Wayne, to um, the trap and dubstep music, depending. You know, I'm just kind of up and down with it. Um, even hearing hearing gumbias on my my radio, but I um, I really kind of put the the headphones that I use are kind of block off everybody because I need to be in the zone when I'm drawing because I get distracted very easily. Mm. So if I don't have my headphones, I have the tendency of looking around a lot and not drawing. Mm. So um, um, we haven't really mentioned it this part, but. Um, where we actually bought, like, uh, not bought, but we had a computer screen. Mm. So it's connected to my tablet. So people are going to be able to watch me draw during the events now. So whatever I draw, it's going to pop up on the computer screen. So you'll be doing live drawings as well? I'll be doing live drawings there. I haven't done one yet, so I'm kind of nervous about it, I think. But, I mean, I've done live paintings, and I didn't think I ever would do one. So it kind of got me out of the box, and I'm like, you know what? So I, a lot of people, when they come and talk to me, they're like, well, how do you do that? Or how do you do this? And I give them whatever I learned. I mean, it wasn't like, I, I didn't go to, I didn't go to college for it. I didn't um, go online to learn tutorials. It's like, it's just a kind of a flow kind of a thing with me. It's like, you know what, to make it happen, you got to do it. You know, how am I going to make her hair pop out or how I'm going to do this? I think it's just going with the flow of it. And I figured, and he, he would inspire me like you know what other people want to learn and i think if you help people out um they're gonna i mean now i mean in the beginning three four years ago i didn't think i would be here and then looking at people that would do it online and now it's like now that i'm doing the shows that people come up to me ask me like oh how can i do this or how can i do that i really didn't think i was going to be here like i said mm. but i mean people come up to me and ask me questions and I think I think with the live drawing they're going to be like well how did you turn this blank screen into that mm -hmm. so just trying to get drawings that are quicker so they can see it within that time of the whole event from beginning to end and have you tried that yet doing the live drawing um no I was going to do it for the last show but there was no outlet to connect the it, to connect it anywhere but I'm we have hopefully the show is coming up we're going to have one going up um, to see how it goes. I'm trying to get the time-lapse video as well so they can see it from the beginning to end. And so, how, how long like, how long does it take you to do these kind of pictures? Um, if I can sit down and actually draw for the day, um, it can average between well, three hours, maybe up to eight hours, depending. Um, but how I work, it kind of interferes with my drawing. But it I, depends. Sometimes I can do one overnight. Um, if if I'm like have my headphones on and I get home at seven o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night and I'll be up to one or two in the morning, I'm like, boom, I'm done. You know, some drawings like um, they can take time. Like my little girl, she took a while to draw, um, but they can vary. I mean, some of them can be done within three hours, but it really depends on what I'm drawing. And and other ones are like can take a while, especially the ones that have the hair because you have to do them one by one so it kind of varies from three to eight hours depending 
it's that's a lot of time. I mean, with with drawing or even with music or any anything that you put time into, you know, like focusing on that for a big amount of time can get a little bit like lonely, you know, more or less. Like, do you do you set like breaks for yourself so you don't get lost? Like, so you don't just get in the trap for eight hours or do you not mind getting in that zone for eight hours like from start to finish type of thing i think if i'm in my zone i completely ignore the time because i'm in my zone um what kind of sucks about it what's bad about it is because i'm in my zone and again again i'm on my on my on my tablet so when you're painting you're standing and you're you know you're up and moving but when you're drawing and sometimes I lay on my sofa or I'm sitting down and or I'm in awkward positions and then when I move my neck is like oh my god it's sore or it's like oh my god my legs fall asleep because I was too focused on that drawing to do it and then with the headphones on it like blocks every noise around me so it has its good and its bad but I think and then so now I'm getting older it's like I have to get up and move around but I feel like when I do that, I lose my focus on my drawing. So I, I try to get to a position where I know I'm going to last for a couple hours to draw. Yeah. And then like, okay, move around. So I have this thing on my watch. It's so annoying that if I sit still for too long or, if, you know, whatever, it'll give an image that says, all right, time, time to move. Wow. And at first I was like, oh, that, that's great, you know, just to remind me. But now I'm like. Shut the fuck up, you know, like, leave me alone. I'm comfortable, oh, you know. Uh, so, I don't yeah, want that. I, I get that whole thing, like, you need to, you got to move around every now and then or, you know, get up and be all achy and stuff. Achy uh, and breaky. Yeah. <laughs> so what what do you have planned for the future? Like, what, uh, anything else, like, how do you want to grow? Like, what's next for uh, China Doll's Unique World? Um, merchandising. Kind of think of space balls. Merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> <laughs> So that I thought about right now. <laughs> um, I think really um, stickers are kind of a of a of a big thing right now. I mean, I'm I go to shows and all I see people have stickers and stickers, and I'm like, I want that. I want to have that because I have so many images that I know that would be great on those stickers and all that. Um, there are some characters that I know that we good on T-shirts and. Uh, maybe decal stickers, buttons, and you name it. It's like, yeah, I, I want to do all that. But it's just finding the time to do it. And you have, like I like I said, I have over 100, 100 images, and it's like, but yet I have a lot of them that I still want to put on tablet. And it's like, okay, so it's like some of them, like my Frida, of, uh, she's a 26, I do a Frida every year. Um, so I'm working on my fourth Frida for the 2018. Um, the Fridas that I have from the previous, they're like, they sell out. Or people come up to me and be like, do you have that Frida print? And it's like, who are you, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, they're like, oh, I follow you on Instagram. And, you know, we saw your Frida. We want to know you have a Frida print on you. Mm-hmm. And this one of the Fridas can be from 2015. And it's like, and then he tells me, you got to have your Frida with you. It's like, I have to have the Fridas with me. So it's like getting her into a sticker. And then you think like, oh, it's going to sell out. And then, no, it doesn't. You know, it's just trying to pick and choose what character we want to put as merchandising and what do you want to put on a T-shirt. Like people are asking to put Cheech and Chong on a, on a T-shirt or Homer on a T-shirt. But mm. it's like, if I do, you know, just trying to pick a character to make pop out. Um, but I do want to do stickers and buttons and T-shirts and 
um, maybe making some decals for their cars or for their laptops. A lot of stuff that we want to do. So I'm hoping, um, I'm not hoping, we will be there where we'll have merchandising up and going for y'all. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about how like people follow you on Instagram and it kind of like, it blows your mind. Like these people know about you. They go to your, show, your shows like and they ask for certain things. Like you were talking about that you have a girl that has her wall with all all your art stuff. Like, did you ever imagine that being a thing like three, four years ago? No, I, I really don't. I mean, it, it's, I, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm just smiling because it just makes me like, wow, you know, um, she goes every first Friday. Her She tells her mom and dad, I, she's going to be there. I'm going to go. And her dad's all like, yeah, you go into her room and one wall just has all your prints on there. And, and then she'll remember what she has and what she doesn't have. And then she'll, she had, he had told me, he goes, she'll get her phone and go on your Instagram. Then I'm mom and dad, she's a new work. I got to go get it. Um, even we had a, a paper trail um, this last year in July. And um, so everything is out. We have a bunch of artists there. They're great. And so I set up all my work. And I'm very vibrant. If, if you have ever seen my work, it's very vibrant colors that I have on there and different it pops out from everybody else and I actually had a line of people waiting to buy my work I think that was that was kind of like my all wow moment that I've had and telling people you know I'll be right with you they're like no no take your time and we're in no hurry and like they knew what they wanted to get but they were like waiting in line to pay for the print that they had in their hand and it's like I was like wow you know I think like wow. I mean, it, to me, that was just I was on top of the mountain. Yeah. Um, it just kind of blows your mind when people and then or people are like, "Oh, I follow you on Instagram, and um, I've been, you know, I lo- I'm finally going to see your work, or you know, I I see you on Facebook, or I see you this, and it's like having to meet them, and it's like they tell you like, "Oh, I'm finally meeting you," and it's like, wait a minute here, you know, mm. I don't see myself up there. I just see myself as you know. I love what I do, mm-hmm. and I have this passion just to do because I love to do it. And when I see other artists that are well known to the nation or worldwide, it's like, wow. And um, there's two artists that I follow that are Instagram that they kind of inspire me to, you know, be better. And then when one of them like my my work and they tell you. It looks beautiful. It's like, wait a minute here. You know, you're the one that's well known to the world. Like he was saying, it's mm-hmm. like for them to tell you, like, you have amazing work. And it's like, wow. You know, so it's like three, four years. So I didn't imagine myself being here um, and then meeting people that are wanting to meet you. It just, to me, it's, I think that's just a blessing in itself. Yeah. Whether I didn't sell any work, but hearing people tell me that, it's like, wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, now, your prints, do you do limits of prints, or is it supply and demand? Like, if you sell out and people ask you, like, you'll print more? Um, I have prints. It's kind of a supply and demand kind of thing, because I mentioned before that I wanted to do a limited print, and I'm like, I would cut them off, and then people are like, they're wanting it. Like the, like I said, for the Frida, I mean, I, the big head Frida, I mean, she's been with me since 2015. And when I'm out of it, People are like, can we order with you online or can we pay for it now? Can we pick it up later? So and it, it's like, okay, and, you know, and I, you know, they're customers, you know, like 
yeah, sure, you know, we can do that. Um, but when it comes to over 100 images, you kind of got to pick what you want to bring, you know. And then um, just looking at the sales of different prints that I have, and it's like, well, if I do limited prints, then I, I you know, it's just, you know, it's having a lot more work to do, um, getting more new work out. Um, but when it, it's some more of a supply and demand because you don't know what people like. I mean, just because it's can it can be a certain theme event, um, say of a Mickey Mouse or whatever, and then you have Children of the Corn, people are going to be like, oh, I want that one, or I want this one. It's like you just don't know what people want. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to my work, it's like so many, and I can't carry all of them with me yeah. so it's like you got to pick and choose what you want and then it just so happens if i stop printing one they're going to want that one that i don't have mm. so it's like just always have them in supply because you just don't know what they're going to demand yeah <laughs> the frida is that your big your biggest seller the, the frida? frida yes it's actually the the two fridas one has a big head and the other one that has more of a orange yellow green background um, those two Fridas are just it. I have to have it at every event. There's, he tells me if you're out, you need to print more out. Um, I think any show, I don't care what show it can be, it can be an all um, death metal to uh, a punk rock, whatever it. She sells no matter what. And we, I actually did a painting of her, and um, Unique had helped me with the background. He spray painted the background and carried it, and people were like, "Oh, I remember her! Oh, I remember her!" And it's just. I don't know what is it about that Frida that people seem to be drawn to. Mm -hmm. And she has the black eyes as well. And people just remember her. Mm -hmm. And the when the painting sold, it was kind of like a bittersweet. Because it's like, I wanted to keep her. But then, you know, you got to sell your work. Yeah. So. Uh, so I know you have a couple more shows coming up. Uh, but the next First Friday one, that, that's the music theme show, right? Like they're, they're asking you to pick a, a, a song. And then uh, create a picture based on that song. Uh, which one are you working on? I'm working on the. I actually the title of the of the image I had called it my life. Um, it has to do with my past of me being married and going through it. Um, the song that goes along with that one is. Um, I kind of matches. It's called Twenty Five to Life by Eminem. Um, the whole image of the of the fish and then the bird and the tree. Um, I think the the image there, if when when it's done painting, um, it has a good representation. I guess represents my marriage. Um, I felt you know when you can't really see anything until you're out of the box, you know, because if you're in love and everything, you don't see anything. But once you step out of the box and you kind of see what you went through, you kind of like oh, you know, all these little in my life little red flags were popping up. And I couldn't see it because I was kind of blinded by that love mm. that I thought that I was in love. Mm. Um, so um, the fish had represent, the hook actually represented the marriage of me being pulled down, drowning into the ocean. I know fishes don't drown, but it just, you know, the idea of going down in that direction. Um, things happened in the marriage where we separated. Um, we went our own way. So it kind of the mistakes that a person can make was a positive in my side because it kind of set me free as the bird has set me free. 
um, going. And then the tree represents that I'm at this moment, I'm still growing. Um, so that whole image together in one. And when I was drawing that image, the um, the M&M song, 25 to Life, I popped up. Um, I think every song has a meaning to people. Like it has a meaning to me, it can be a different meaning to somebody else. But 25 to Life was the song that kind of hit home and kind of described what I went through. Yeah. And that show, that that's uh, the first Friday over first at the Brick? First Friday at the Brick. Um, Creative Creatures Gallery. Um, it's going to be February... February, oh. first Friday. February, first Friday in February. There, it's <laughs> got that point. There and it go. starts at 7 o'clock and it ends at 11. But the, the paintings will be all month up for February. So they'll be up the whole month for February at the Creative Creatures Gallery. They'll be up the whole month. Oh, so it's just an exhibit? Like, you, they're not for sale? They're for sale. If anybody wants to buy them, they can buy them. Um, and if they buy them, they'll, of course, they can take them home with them. But um, they'll have the paintings up all, all month long, just oh, okay. in case they can't make it, hoping everybody makes it on Friday. But if so, they can't make it that Friday, they can go stop by the galleries and the paintings will be up there. Cool. Uh, well, yeah, thank, thank you for doing this. Uh, that was very interesting. Sorry to get a little too deep at the beginning. It's my mama. <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. Uh, but how can people get a hold of you? How can they find you? Um, we do have a, a Facebook page, um, China Dolls Unique World. And then we do have our business cards that have our information for our Facebook page, Instagram, and our email mm-hmm. address as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll post that with, the, yeah, with so this episode. They'll have that on that, um, mainly through a Facebook page. Um, I'm pretty much... Um, my personal Facebook is not really personal anymore. I kind of directed it just to art and food and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so I welcome anybody to my to my to my Facebook page because I don't really put any personal stuff because I Facebook is Facebook. Yeah. Um, but they can reach us through our, our Facebook page or even our individual my individual page. I don't know about unique. If you know, they can reach them through there, but mine as well. Um, you can do it. We have Instagram, um, Twitter. We're trying to get a Twitter account. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll get it up this year coming up. Um, as well as Snap that Snapchat stuff, whatever they want to call it. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to get more. I guess like what's that that word I'm looking for? More media outlets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Trying to get our names out there. Um, like you said, getting a logo out for for us as well. We want to get that going as well. So we'll see how it goes. Cool. Well, good luck with everything. Uh, thank you again for doing this. You ready for another shot of whiskey? I thought you were going to tell me before I started talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. You're welcome.